the highlight reel. I started this blog five years ago with every intention of being a quote-unquote blog mom. Why? I'm not really sure. At the time, it seemed fun to have an online journal that others could read and potentially get encouraged. What happened, you might ask? Life. Life happened. Have you ever listened to a podcast and thought, when did they have time to record that? Well, if they're anything like me, my guess is there were a thousand takes in the midst of kids screaming at their bedroom door wondering what mommy is doing, can they have another snack, or telling them that they had pooped and needed to be wiped. Glamorous, I know. But the truth is, life isn't glamorous. In fact, it's messy. You see, I've learned a few things along the way that if you spend your time behind a computer or a phone screen, then you end up missing out on adventures with your family and someone else ends up raising your kids. So I put my phone down, I stepped away from my computer, and I spent time with my family. I became a certified childbirth educator and I had more babies. Uh, uh, Three more to be exact for a grand total of five babies in five years. And if you're thinking, whoa, those were and still are my sentiments exactly. I mean, who has time to blog or record a podcast when they're being a mom to five babies and running their own business? It wasn't until after my third daughter was born and my family had survived two of the hardest years of our lives that I decided now might be a good time to actually start this thing. Not to mention it might be my only connection to the outside world for at least the next 10 years. I'm sure some of you are laughing or might even be thinking I'm a bit dramatic. But hear me out. Motherhood sometimes feels like a lonely road that you're walking by yourself. It's the hardest job that I've ever had. And some days I literally feel my sanity is waving by as it floats away on a ship, leaving me stranded on an island with tiny humans never to be heard from again. Last year, most of the world didn't bother to get out of their PJs or brush their hair. I mean, what was the point, right? We were all shut up in our homes, and if we did venture out, we didn't bother to put makeup on because a mask would be covering half our face anyway. And while this seemed new to some, for me, this was everyday life. I was grateful for the month that my husband got to work from home, even if we did get another baby out of it. Now, please do not misunderstand me. We are in love with our new bundle of joy. But we're in shock to be pregnant 10 months after our second daughter was born. 2020 was a hard year for the world and personal for a lot of Americans. It began with a pandemic and ended with probably the most famous election to date. I've never seen the USA more divided, which is comical considering United is in our name. Half of Americans felt their rights were being infringed on by being forced to wear masks while others felt their fellow citizens were being selfish by not. And then with the election, some felt the current administration won fairly and others felt completely cheated. It was a year that was felt globally. I think when December 31st hit, the entire world sighed a deep breath of relief and hopes that with the year ending, maybe this horrible season would too. For my family, sadly, it did not. 
My sweet mother was diagnosed with stage four cancer not long before Christmas. We received a good diagnosis though that the particular tumor that she had was slow growing and she could still have years left. And after hearing the word cancer three times before, once with my oldest son, then with me and then my dad, all of which underwent surgery and walked away cancer-free, we assumed that the doctors were right. To our shock, June 7th of 2021, my strong, courageous mother closed her eyes on earth and opened them to eternity with our creator, Jesus. It was something we never saw coming. Her and my father had just celebrated their 41st anniversary together and she would have celebrated her 61st birthday in September. She was someone who filled a room. And the moment she was carried out of our home, it felt so small, dimmer, and hollow in a way. She gave so much life to our family unit and the house felt so different without her in it, forever changed in the wake of her absence. When you lose a piece of your foundation, your DNA is literally changed by it. I mean, no one prepares you for what it's like to lose a parent, to be a mom without a mom. I'm so fortunate to have had a wonderful relationship with my mother. I leaned on her for support, sought out her counsel, learned from her wisdom, and more often than not, followed the advice she gave. And one moment, I felt so lost. I could no longer physically feel her tight embrace, call her on the phone, hear her laugh so hard that nothing came out, and when she finally managed to take in air, a loud snort would erupt. I could no longer physically admire her hands and think how neat it was that mine and my oldest sons looked just like hers. She was a pillar in our family and one who everyone utterly adored. <sighs> There's a deep ache when the world continues to rotate and people continue to live their lives when you were still stuck on that day when everything changed. The moments you hold your breath, bracing yourself for the birthdays, holidays, and big events that won't stop coming, but you know there will be one seat that will be empty. There are several moments when you wonder if the tears will ever stop flowing, if the numbness will ever wear off so you can fill again, and for certain, the thought, will I ever laugh or feel joy again? It doesn't feel like it, but I'm told by those who have been through it before that it gets easier with time. There are moments when I lash out at God, which seems stupid when he told me that I should rejoice when someone goes home. I get angry with my mom for leaving, but then I wonder if she had had a choice. And even if she did, how can I be mad that she gets to finally go to a place where she feels no heartache or physical pain anymore? She was the most selfless person that I knew. So I can let go of my selfishness for her and be happy that she is now in that peace that truly passes all understanding. She's complete. Pieces of my heart are still breaking each day as I learn to move forward without her. But for the sake of my husband, children, dad, sister, and myself, I do choose to keep moving forward. I've learned that Facebook and Instagram, they're highlight reels of people's lives and it's not actually what's going on. 
So many moments are staged, photoshopped, or put through a filter. It's rare that we get to see the rawness of someone's life because who wants to be vulnerable in a day where you can get away with being fake? No one wants the world to see their bed hair that looks like a camel just licked it. No, we want people to believe that we woke up with perfectly quaffed curls. No one wants to share their acne-prone face dimpled rear in a swimsuit or, dare I say, their wet breast milk-coated shirt. Instead, we all cull through a thousand pictures on our phones and find that quote-unquote one that we can Photoshop the crap out of to make the perfect post. The truth, the truth is people want to see the real. It's like a breath of fresh air. When they see a mother in seven-day-old pajamas with laundry baskets piled high of dirty clothes and with a baby on their hip and crazy hair. Why? Because they're not alone. They see that there are still people out there that live in normal-sized houses, drive minivans instead of SUVs, have dirty houses, and aren't the mom blogger that has 60,000 followers on Instagram in hopes of being the next Justin Bieber discovered. I learned to want the absolute best for my family, which doesn't necessarily mean having more. I've learned to let my guard down, show people the real, the messy, and imperfect, but raw parts of my life. I've learned that people are encouraged by the chaotic circus that I'm the co-leader of because it makes them feel less alone in their own chaotic circus. So choose to remember the moments that made the pictures instead of picking yourself apart in them because I promise in the end, those will be the most precious ones.